Hi, hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Truth. My name is Katrina, and I am joined here today by my fantabulous, fantastic, amazing <laughs> co-host, Miss Desiree. Hello. Des, des, des. <laughs> hey, hyping me up. What are you hyping me up for? <laughs> I just got to hype you up, man. We got to hype our friends up. Are you ready to talk some truth today? Let's talk some truth. Let's talk some truth. Episode five, a time for everything. Hmm, what a concept. Oh, gosh. Tick, tock, tick, <laughs> tock. You know? Um, so, point number one, getting right into this. Um, the point in and of itself is the verse, or verses, I should say. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. So, I'm going to read that. It says, um, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That just like sums up human life 101. Yep. Like yep. every single thing you can go through, so many different things there. Um, the first one I wanted to point out really stuck out to me, a time to die. And you think about that and like it it threw me off guard because I'm like a time to be born and a time to die. And it's hard to like wrap your head around, oh, like there is a time to die. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know, like our days coming, but it's well, not in a think bad of it way. In a, you can also think of it in a way of time to die to worldly things. It's true. Death, not only just like in human, like bodily form, but in mm-hmm. the figurative death of certain habits, death of certain parts of yourself. I didn't even think of that way. Yeah. It, wow, it, look it, at you. Yeah. Dimensions. <laughs> right here. Right off the bat. We're, we're 3D over here. 3D. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I also want to say, um, saying a time to die. Just because it says there's a time for bad things, because I can, I mean, we can all pretty much agree if you lose a loved one or death is involved Mm -hmm. in some way, like, that's sad. That is not good. Oh, yeah, Um, for sure. And just because there's a time for bad things doesn't mean that God likes or wants bad things to happen. I think that a lot of times, like, bad things happen, um, like, and it just we don't feel like it's okay like we think it's not okay and then we get angry at god or we get mad or we're confused and we're like god like why did you let this happen yes like why like if it were up to god everyone would be saved everyone would be alive all the time for eternity but we've been given free will and because of us having free will there are consequences to Mm -hmm. certain things like yeah we're the ones who choose like (laughs) you know so like if it were up to him we would have life for eternity if you choose that but and so it just it hurts to read like there's a time for it but it's honestly almost comforting so that's my second point I I feel so much comfort from these verses because 
it reminds me that you're not wrong or things aren't wrong if you're in a certain time like that like Mm -hmm. I feel like when bad things happen we almost feel like oh this is a result that I did this that or the other like Mm -hmm. this is because I did xyz and you almost blame yourself like oh I got myself here I did this to myself and it's just when in reality like we go through seasons so many different seasons when there's a time to let go there's a time to like embrace there's a time to mend there's a time to speak there's a time to be quiet you know like there's so many different times like a time to search and a time to quit searching you Mm -hmm. know just there are so many seasons and just because you are in one specific one doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong you know like it says there's a time to um tear down and a time to build up like seasons of tearing down I don't know about you, but those don't feel like fun seasons. Like no, no, <laughs> tearing down anything <laughs> in any sense, in my opinion, is not. I mean, unless you're like renovating a house and you like are taking oh, like that, that's the best a big like <laughs> hammer type thing and you're just like whacking at some like get some anger cow- out, yeah, like hatchet, <laughs> like just full on. Oh, it reminds me when we did the French drain and like oh, gosh, and the guys yeah. were doing it and I'm like <laughs> you're like get the anger. I'm like get out of here, men. I want to take a whack at this. Like, give me that hatchet. Why did they get to, like, hit all their anger out? Why can't we? They were like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so sweaty. And I'm like, can I give it a try? Let the fit one in the group come do it. That's so funny. Yeah. And so I was like, this is so much fun. I was, like, so satisfying to throw that uh, axe up and then, like, pull it down, like, using your back and, like, Mm -hmm. using the gravity and the momentum anyway. So tearing down things in some senses can be fun. But for the most part, tearing down is not a fun time and it feels bad like it feels wrong it almost feels like we've done something or we deserve it or whatever Mm -hmm. like we wrap it all in and the reality is is that there's just a time and a place for some of these things and we go through them and through the good times and the bad times God is working everything for good Mm -hmm. like he is using that bad season to grow us in a certain way something that's so stressful he is using to stretch and to increase your tolerance almost Mm -hmm. you know Oh, gosh, I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Not to disclose it on the podcast, but, like, that's how I've felt. Like, that's kind of what I feel like I've been dwelling in today. Like, why? Why, God? What did I do? And then, like, Adam's like, you have to know this isn't you. You didn't do anything. It's not your fault. And then then as you remind me, God is still working. He's there. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not God's fault. It's not he's, like, purposefully doing this for you. No, but he's going to comfort me in this hard time. Yes, like every good and perfect gift comes from God. And we have to remember that all the bad stuff comes from Satan, comes Mm -hmm. from the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And I feel like sometimes bad things happen where we are stolen from or we are killed or something happens and what we have is destroyed. And we think, why, God, why? Why did you do this? And it's like God didn't do that. Satan did. Like there is a war going on. There are two forces going against each other Mm -hmm. and yes our god is triumphant and yes he wins and overall he has the victory but that doesn't mean that he wins every battle we just get caught in the crossfire sometimes yes we (laughs) get caught in the crossfire and sometimes we also don't use like the power that we have or Mm -hmm. we let satan get to us and we become vulnerable and then he's like "Mm, gotta get you yeah right there vulnerable he's (laughs) like oh you feel that emotion yep let's (laughs) act on it hey hey." (laughs) yep Uh, and i felt in those hard times too it's so hard to keep like 
the enemy's thoughts out of your head. Yes. Those intrusive thoughts start coming in. And as much as you're like, no, this isn't true, they still sometimes come circling back. Yes. <laughs> which is a perfect segue to point number two, <laughs> literally, which is easy times versus hard times. So you just said hard times. Like you were just talking about hard times. I was like, oh, yeah. boom, bam, ah, right into it. <laughs> hey, didn't even mean to. Yeah. Look at you. Well, and, and the thing, too, with, like, easy times and hard times, hard times always stand out way more than easy times. Yes. Like, we, we take easy times for granted. Amen. Like, oh, All the okay, time. Yeah, life's just great. But as soon as a hard time hits, you think your world is just falling apart. So Because good. it's all so you true. can think about. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I agree. And I want to tag on there. I feel like we think of easy times or hard times as, like, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, we put some kind of moral this is right or this is wrong Mm -hmm. towards whatever we're going through. Yep. Like, oh, I'm going through this struggle. Like, oh, something must be wrong. Or like when in reality, the times they're not right or wrong. Like it doesn't say that this season is right or this Mm -hmm. season is wrong. No, it just says that there is a time for this. There is a time for that like just because something has a place doesn't mean it's inherently right or wrong ultimately everything that we walk through in this life for our whole journey god is working for good so ultimately if you're thinking about that way everything's right even the sucky things Mm -hmm. that happen like they're still being worked out for your good so it sucks and it feels wrong but there is no right or wrong. like you don't put a right or wrong label Mm -hmm. on times like it's just times. This That's is kind of like what we were talking about just before we started this podcast <laughs> was the fact that like how I said something can happen at one point in your life and it really sucks at that time. Yeah. But then you get months or years down the road and you're doing something and it makes you think of that hard time and you're like, wow. That's why that time happened. Yeah. So yeah. that way I you can reflect. handle this time or huh? it, it just, they fit together. It's so weird as you start to like, you see the value really look into like detail of your life. You see how things connect uh-huh. and you're like, I would have never thought of that when this hard time is happening. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and it's so hard to see, like you said, when it's happening. And I also wanted to add on like, no matter who you are, Christian or not Christian, who male or female, whatever you are, we all have easier times and harder times. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes they leave us feeling alone, especially Mm -hmm. hard times. Like even in like easier times too, we kind of feel like, oh, everybody else around me has it so hard right now. And I'm just, and you don't want to say anything. Yes. And then there's all that. And so you feel alone. Same thing with hard times. You're going through crap and you're going through the storm. And then you think like, oh man, like everybody around me, They're not dealing with this kind of thing. I don't want to bring them down with my bad news, with my this or with that. And honestly, like, I think it's such a strategy of the devil to disconnect us because. Oh, for sure. In in all times, we need each other. And especially through hard times, like, we need to connect with each other. That's when we need the connection the most is during the most difficult times. Because like you said, they're the hardest times to remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is this is for something this is for value like there is good coming out of this even Mm -hmm. though this whole thing feels so horribly wrong and bad there is a good result that's coming out of this and we need to connect with people who will remind us and be there for us rather than being alone and away with our thoughts and being attacked by the devil's like whispering in our ear of like oh 
this thing happened. This is the worst thing yeah. in the world. Nothing yes. good could come out of this. Oh my gosh, look at what the, look at what destruction this is happening. And so, and I also feel like looking back, like even just in high school, like shout out to this. I feel like so many girls struggle with some kind of eating disorder. Mm-hmm. So many people struggle with depression. The amount of people I talk to who admit that they have considered suicide or uh, cut in some way, shape, or form, and like it's scary. Mm-hmm. Almost every single person. That if you ask or you talk to about this, almost every single person has an experience with this. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sick to my stomach oh, yeah. because everybody feels alone in that. Everybody feels when they are in that season, when they're walking through that eating disorder, when they're walking through that that season of depression, you feel so alone. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, it's like you're not. And no. so many people have walked through the same thing and wa- and understand and empathize and can make you feel better by reminding you of the light at the end of the tunnel. And even if reminding you of good news, reminding you of the fact that it's going to be okay and there's good, maybe you don't want to hear it's going to be okay. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to hear it's going to be okay all the time. Sometimes you just want somebody there yes. to understand and yes, I don't, not so much like validate your feelings, but like just, just be there. Just for be you. there. Yeah. And, and it kind of makes you think like surround yourself with good friends. Cause I feel yeah. like before now, yeah, I've had, obviously I've had friends all through my life but I feel like now as an adult I've been able to like find the friends that actually f- like want the best for me like yeah. I look back to my old friends and like I I love them still but we just don't talk anymore but like I could see that it was kind of toxic and like mm-hmm. now you, you gotta f- you gotta focus on who you surround and yourself even if with. it wasn't toxic it just wasn't as um beneficial right. I think for both parties right. like there wasn't as much iron sharpening iron there mm-hmm. wasn't as much encouragement happening like that kind of but a hey thing. even that teaches you what hey you need yeah even that time <laughs> <laughs> you may had some rough times with your friends as kids and then it ta- and then like you're like oh man this really sucks why am I not getting along with people like I really want to mm-hmm. and then as an adult you're like I found my people yes <laughs> like I wouldn't appreciate this or appreciate these people or even recognize or value what I have if I didn't go through the crap first yes. you know <laughs> yes oh my gosh so good okay so kind of taking a different turn in this aspect of time because we've kind of been talking time more so in like terms of seasons of Mm -hmm. life more as a whole moving into point three um the question is how do you spend your time so more so talking on a what do you let consume your time in the day like Mm -hmm. how do you split your time I, i remember um we did this experiment. I forget what class it was in, in high school. And it was like, you had to calculate like how many hours a week you had. This was like in some kind of, I think it was in like personal finance. I don't know why it was in personal finance, (laughs) but it was like a prepare you for adulthood type of a thing. And so it made you lay out. I know this is really strange. Going back, I look back at like some of the assignments. I'm like, who came up with this stuff? Like, but uh, so I remember the assignment it asked you, you had to calculate like how many hours you had for the week. Then you had to calculate like how many hours you'd like to sleep a day. Like, would you like to get a full eight hours of sleep at night? Okay. Now you have to subtract that away from your week. Are you planning on working full time? Okay. Now take 40 more hours out. Are you like, and so like you had to figure out and like actually allocate the hours and like, Mm -hmm. it was weird, but it was eye opening because you realize like, oh my goodness. And 
And especially in today's day and age where I feel like we can get sucked into social media for hours at a time mm-hmm. scrolling. And then you're yep. like, oh, my gosh, I thought it was five o'clock. It's six o'clock already. What happened? And, <laughs> you know, like, but I just I think do that it's too such often. A, <laughs> yes, it's such a fair question of like, how do you spend your time? Mm hmm. Well, I'm guilty of wasting the time watching <laughs> Netflix on uh, TikTok, on Facebook, whatever. But like lately, I've been really trying to um, something that was said. I forget what week it was in one of um, sermons this past month or so. Uh, there was a comment made of like, oh, I think it was last week. Matt said it was um, prayer. Praying is not always just taking time and like making an effort to pray like just okay I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna pray to God Mm -hmm. it it's also in a constant conversation throughout the day and listening for God Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's something that I've really leaned into is trying to always hear God like if I get a thought in my head I'm like oh man why am I having this thought okay God what do you think like can you tell me like why I'm having this thought and I kind of try to have a dialogue yeah always Mm -hmm. I try to keep a dialogue with God throughout the day. Yeah. And in and then times of like hard times, I stray away from that and I fall into the dark hole of why, what if yep. and then I'm like, Oh wait, okay, I just need to go back to God and he will help me understand and he'll bring me the peace. Yes. So it, I that's what I try to do when I'm not wasting my time on <laughs> social media and T V and, and I think <laughs> even like we say it's wasting our time, but I think there's also a balance to it. Cause I don't think that we're called to be go, 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 oh, go yeah, all sure. the time. There's nothing wrong with taking a little break. Yes. And I think it can be very recharging to mm-hmm. sit down and like watch a show with mm-hmm. your significant other that you really enjoy together. Like you're spending time and you're bonding with each other and you're just like, if it's really enjoying you and filling like your soul, like that's, that's one thing. I don't think every, like those things are necessarily inherently wrong, but I do want to say, I think a lot of times people often say, and like, I'm guilty of saying this all the time, but everyone says, oh, I just don't have any time. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. I just don't have the time oh to do it. Oh, my gosh. I yes. know, right? Yes. You're like, oh, I, really I just don't do have this, time. But I don't have time. We'll make time. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I'm like, oh, I, I just, I'm too busy. I just don't have the time for that. But I really want to do this. If you're really serious about saying you want to do something, I encourage you. Do that stupid assignment that I did back in high school. That's like break down your week. Yeah. How much you want to get more sleep? Okay, let's look at what hours you're going to cut out. Because I think people are going to be surprised by the amount of hours they actually have outside of their job, outside Mm -hmm. of sleeping, outside of like cooking and eating and stuff like that. Like you'd be surprised how much time is in your day. And I think if you are someone who says, I just don't have the time. I really want to do that thing. I just don't ever have the time. I challenge you. Look at your time. Look, Look at how you're how spending you your time. Your time? <laughs> yes. And then try to incorporate something different if that's the case, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe that assignment was a good assignment. Just a little weird to think about yeah. how they went about it. But yeah, it's still useful. Like, <laughs> it's still very useful for sure. Um, so moving in, we're diving real deep now. So going from how we day-to-day spend our time, yeah, point number four, coming at you nice and hot. It's called um, living for eternal purpose rather than temporary pleasures. Deep. Deep. (laughs) Just to quote one of my old pastors, love this. I still remember this all the time. He said, you're eternal. Stop acting like you're temporary. I'm like, whoa, 
whoa. Wow. Just, I know. I wow. was like, it's a convicting thought, but it's so true. I'm like, how often do we get wrapped up in the short term and mm-hmm. we forget that we are eternal. We have eternal purpose and not everything is about what's temporary. Like, yeah, so many things are going to fade well, away. Well, and I feel like so many people fall into that too. It, it's mm-hmm. the instant gratification the yes uh scrolling through tiktoks that are 30 seconds to three minutes where and a lot of people get tired of the three minutes because they're so quick on like i like adam on tiktok he drives me crazy because he will watch <laughs> two seconds of a video and keep scrolling and i'm like you didn't get anything from that video <laughs> but it's just like everybody's just so go 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 yeah and it's all temporary like nobody's focusing on the long term yes and it's like oh we got to bring it back to that so talking <laughs> about eternal versus temporary one of my like uh sub notes for this point is uh like what what does it mean eternal versus temporary like what are we talking about and i think for me when i thought about that one of the biggest things i thought are emotions are very temporary mm-hmm. and people are eternal mm-hmm. like People that we interact with day in and day out, like these people have souls and lives and they will one day die and either they're saved or they're not saved. And if we really, truly believe that, like our focus should be on loving people Mm -hmm. rather than focusing on what are we feeling in this moment, you know? And I feel like we forget that our feelings are temporary and so often we push people away or we stop loving people or we just like distance ourselves because mm-hmm. we're wrapped up in our emotions and we're mm-hmm. saying, I'm sorry, I'm just not in the right place to do this. I'm sorry. I'm just not emotionally here to do this right now. And we get so we start living and spending our time based off of our temporary emotions mm-hmm. rather than eternal significance of people, you know? Yep. <sighs> It gets me worked up. Like, <laughs> it makes me sad because it happens so often. And it's hard because there's nothing that we can do. If you see it on the outside, there's nothing you can do to fix it mm-hmm. for that person. Like that's something that they have to work it out on their own. On yes. The you have to go yeah. after it yourself. You have to look at your time and say, now, granted, you can lovingly go to someone like that and say something. But a lot of times when people are wrapped in their own emotions and they're wrapped in whatever emotional rut or turmoil they're walking through right now they're Mm -hmm. thinking about how they're feeling they're not thinking about what you're saying like if they're focused on them and not other people chances are they're not going to focus on you when you try to tell them hey you're in a rut (laughs) yeah you know so and great you wouldn't say it like that you'd be much more loving and much more gentle about it be a little more gentle (laughs) and you should still try like but the biggest thing you can do honestly in that situation i think is pray for whoever you see like that pray for yourself pray for friends pray for pray that people would not get stuck in their temporary emotional ruts of what is happening in their daily stressful life but rather they'd be reminded and continually pressing into what their eternal purpose is and the Mm -hmm. people that god has placed around them yep yes yeah Yes. Ugh. I love how like Good. all our points just keep mashing back together. Right? It's like a big <laughs> present all tied with like a perfect little bow. <laughs> um, and I also wanted to say uh, with this one, living for, in my opinion, like living for something is very closely tied to what we're focusing on. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, um, if we're focusing on Christ, if we're living for Christ, like if you really think about it, times in your life that you really are living for Christ, mm-hmm. your focus is on Christ. Your eyes are on yeah, Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And 
a lot of times when we live for our emotions or ourselves, our eyes are focusing on ourselves and our emotions. You know, like a lot of times what we're focusing on tends to be echoed in what we're living for. Mm -hmm. And so um, now I don't necessarily think that we should like live for people. Like I don't think, oh, you should just focus on everybody around you and like that be it and then you're living for people now i don't agree with that like i which Mm -hmm. i think i struggle with like personally i really struggle with not living for the people around me because i really i really care about people Mm -hmm. and i really love people i respect people and i care about people's opinions and how they feel and think Mm -hmm. um and i struggle sometimes caring too much about what they feel or think and what they feel or think about me or if something I do upsets them or if something I do offends them and I don't want them to feel or think something bad. Right, and then right. it shifts and then I start living for people mm-hmm. rather than living for Christ. When in reality, I need to live for Christ, keep my eyes glued on him. And as a result, love people because mm-hmm. his infectious love for people will spill and pour over oh, into absolutely. my heart and my life. Yes, absolutely. You can give better love through Christ than you can out of your own heart, like doing it all yes. on your own. He will give you more than your heart can even keep. Like mm-hmm. it's like said, kind of overflows out of you because you can't hold all that love. You got to give it out. Yeah. Which I kind of, I agree with that feeling because you are definitely like, you the amount that you love people, I'm just like, whoa. And like, it comes out of your personality when it's amazing. It's too much a little bit. And I'm just like, like, I get a little overboard. It's very bubbly. Like, I feel like if people didn't know you, they'd be like, whoa, okay, this girl's a little crazy. I'm a little much. But she, yeah. she's crazy with love. Crazy with love. <laughs> I just like, love you, you know? See, like, like I, I feel like I'm a people quieter People are surprised version. when I remember details about them. I'm a them. quieter <laughs> version of you, of the, like, give out love. Yeah. Like, I kind of like, fill people out, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna smother you in love (laughs) you got that like little or as i'm over here like walk up to a stranger like hi hello tell me your life story i love you you know i love you you. (laughs) i genuinely do i respect you you're a cool person look at your cool life i love everybody but i'm not bold enough to be like hey i love you (laughs) yeah i mean great i don't walk up to people and say that by any way shape or form (laughs) no i don't but i i mean if i have a relationship with that person i wouldn't put it past me but like I just walk up to people and I'm just genuinely curious. Like I mm-hmm. want to know them. And oh, I'm yeah. like, this is someone that God has created and that he loves and that I'm called to love. And mm-hmm. so I, I want to love on people. I want to get to know them. I oh wanna, yeah. So, for sure. but it's interesting, like I said, to be careful of what you're focusing on. Cause that can very easily shift from focusing on God and focusing on Christ saying, because I love God, because I love Christ, I'm going to be loving people. Mm-hmm. It can very easily shift to I'm focusing on people. I'm focusing on loving people. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Now I'm living for people yep. rather than living for God. So it's something that like I have to be careful with. Um, and it also boils down to like how I'm spending my time. Mm-hmm. Am I spending my time, any of my time focusing on the Lord, on focusing on what he has for me, what he's speaking to me, what he's calling me to, talking to him, just having mm-hmm. that conversation, like you said, throughout the day. Or am I focusing on people the whole time, thinking yeah. about people, what ifs, playing all the scenarios of other people in their lives, and like, yeah. So it's <laughs> definitely, definitely a balance. It, yes, it is. It is too easy to fall over on the wrong side. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. So this this time one is a little weird because time has so many different like 
different interpretations. Yeah, you can interpret it in so many different ways. You can be literal. You can interpret it to seasons. You can interpret it. So I feel like this this episode might be a little all over the place, but it's good. (laughs) I think it's just okay. That's us. That's just, we're a little <laughs> all over the place sometimes. It's okay. It doesn't always wrap up with a nice bow, but we'll tie it all up with a nice bow. You know, we'll make it pretty. We'll make it Christmassy. <laughs> Deck the halls, baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Moving into our final point, um, point number five, our ending statement. No matter what time you're in, know that you were born for such a time as this. Yes. So uh, that's a big one yeah. because you get a lot of people that are busy searching for identity, searching for purpose or think that they don't belong. Oh, yeah. Or think that, Oh, why am I even here? Yeah. I don't have a purpose. But they're not significant. Everybody has a purpose yes. and it's an internal purpose. Amen. And, and, and like, I feel like something that's been big lately and the messages week to week has been like, there is a reason we are here at this time and this place mm-hmm. in like, in this age, yes. Like, there's reason we are here now. That you are the age you are right mm-hmm. now. Yep. With, like, there it is so planned and so purposeful. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not insignificant. Like, we feel all the time sometimes that we're insignificant. But okay, so on a practical sense, because this is a very deep point, as most points that we have are. But <laughs> practically, like, what does it even mean to be born for such a time as this? And to me, I. When I think about this, like on a practical sense, like, yes, we are uniquely created and timed for God's most exciting plans for your life. Like he purposely planned that you were conceived at the time that you were conceived, Mm -hmm. that you were knit together in your mom's womb when you were supposed to be. And you were born at the exact right day of month of year, like, and that you went to the exact school that you went to, that you went to, like, that everything had, has a purpose and um they're unique to you and it's most exciting for your life like your life is better you having been born and the age you are at the exact time that you are than if you were two years older like Mm -hmm. I can speak from experience if I was two years older which my parents tried to conceive me two years before they actually had me I would not be with my husband because I would probably not have met him also I would be two years older than him and I would probably not be looking at a guy who's younger than me. And he would not be looking at a girl who's older than him. <laughs> and we probably would not have clicked. And I would be ahead in life. And, like, it would just, it probably, life like. Life would look so much different. Yeah, like, <laughs> life would be so much different. But there was a purpose. Like, God waited. Like, he didn't let my parents get pregnant when they tried. And they had to wait. And two years later, here I come. Bam. But it was, like, all in his timing. I didn't see that. Like, and I didn't see, like, my parents don't know what's happening. But mm-hmm. I, I believe that there's purpose that I was born when I was born and so I also want to say that I believe that every small interaction has purpose and so this is something like you in your practical daily life I want you to remember that every single person you walk by every single person you run into every single small interaction you have everything you have the opportunity of doing the career that you're in the job that you're in the exact time that you're in has a purpose mm-hmm. there is a reason god put you there exactly right there exactly where he needs you to be for that interaction for that person there and it's amazing because like looking back on life i see so many instances where i was able to 
um, touch and be touched by people that mm-hmm. I was in certain seasons with mm-hmm. and have fallen out of connection with those people or haven't talked to them since the season. Um, does it mean I don't love them anymore? No, of course not. I still love them. Right, I just, right. The time is just different now mm-hmm. and we're in a different season. If I had been born at a different time, if I was not who I am, if I was not the age I was, that all would probably not have happened. Right. Like that yeah. wouldn't have happened. And so you have to remember and believe that like, you have so much purpose and you were created for the exact time that mm-hmm. you were in. God designed it and decided you are necessary. I need this person yep. to live at this time. I'm calling this person to live at this time. Mm-hmm. Granted, God doesn't like necessarily need us for any, like if you don't do it, he's going to call somebody else to do it. I fully believe, but I also fully believe that it's God's intention to have super exciting, fun plans for you and for your life and to walk you through and that you have so much opportunity just, just as a result of being at the right place at the right time, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's a crazy concept. It is. It is a crazy concept And, and it's hard for some people to understand or believe, but like, it's true. Yeah. It's uh, back to it's all in God's timing. <laughs> it's all in God's timing. <laughs> Sometimes that is hard to understand, believe, or like you just have to trust it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been dealing with that for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm just I gotta, I gotta trust in it. <laughs> yeah. And so not only remembering and don't forget that all the small interactions count and that like mm-hmm. practically day by day when you run into people think like remember like oh like I was meant to run into this person today there's a reason for this yeah but also in a practical sense taking away this idea of knowing that you were born as such for such a time as this um ask God what do you want me to do in this time like God what do you want me to do with my time what do you want me to do in this season of life that you have me in um what do I have that I can bring to the table to help the mission like what have you given me what have you equipped me with and that you're calling me to go and just like god like give me the green lights lay out my steps Mm -hmm. um guide me where you want me and help me where i'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. like because ultimately like he has the best plans for you right and his timing like you said is perfect and so if we ask him god i want your timing what do you have for me in this time right now Mm-hmm. I truly believe like he will answer you like he will oh, yeah. open the doors Absolutely. he'll close the doors he'll give you the green lights he'll give you the red lights like you know so ah good stuff. so good good stuff good stuff amen <laughs> all right that was a good one thank you so much for listening uh episode five we will see you next Tuesday bye